Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's a headline from a website. Uh, I mean, the whoiest thing about what we're going to start with is this website, weareyard.com. Just plain wrong. Celebs with the worst private jet CO2 emissions. Taylor Swift's at the top. We're so desperate to, like, go after. Like, it's just so... (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) It's really funny. And this is all kind of, I mean, most of the vitriol was going to, right. Most of the vitriol is going to Taylor Swift. We pivoted fast. Chris Jenner like picked up the red phone and said, we need to pivot. And she didn't mean (laughs) the plane. She meant the attention. And somebody said, well, Taylor Swift's plane goes far and more more distance. And then everybody was like, Taylor Swift. We hate Taylor Swift. And also, I only recently, when you followed them from the Who Weekly account, I started noticing like a month ago all of the celebrity jets uh, yeah, content that was happening account, on the Who feed. Uh, it's so good. Celeb Jets. It's an automated account that tells you when celebs' jets are flying well, and how far they're flying and how much crap they're using. Usually Taylor Swift's, Floyd Merriweather's, and Steven Spielberg's jets. I feel like I see those the most. I know. They're flying a lot. Well, the top 10 is like Taylor Teterboro Swift, to Floyd Hampton, Mayweather. Teterboro to Hampton. Hampton to Teterboro. Teterboro to Jay-Z, Hampton. Teterboro. It's like A-Rod, Blake Shelton, Steven Spielberg, Kim Kardashian, Mark Wahlberg, Oprah Winfrey, Travis Scott. That's the top 10 mm-hmm. of apparently CO2 emission offenders, planes. The funniest thing about this ever is it came originally, the ire came from a photo that Kylie Jenner took which was of two jets and it said your jet or mine or whatever want to take mine or yours <laughs> and everybody was like ah! but it really is funny because i mean it is it is sickening i really don't think that they meant to troll i think it, i think they're losing touch with what people have patience for and it really shows mm-hmm. the kardashian like m- magic is not quite as potent as it, and and kind of the misstep to post something like this like there's it's mm-hmm. just so it's really interesting i don't know i find yeah. it interesting cuz i don't think this was meant to be a troll you mean kylie doing yeah that? i think this was meant to be just the normal things that they post which ha- which are about like flaunting wealth which like people yeah. normally res- respond well to people like when rich people flaunt right. wealth often and i also and i also in think in ways that, that are aspirational you know well, I also think they're getting less of the uh, the vitriol here because it's almost like the subtext of this is that the real problem people aren't the ones who are constantly asking for attention. Like, it's the ones that we think are fine. Like, the fact that it's not the Kardashians and the Jenners is really surprising, I think, a lot of people. And it's like, oh, wait, we let well, Taylor Swift get away with this? Like, Kim is number seven. Kim is number seven, I know. But it's just like that they're they're like used to being public enemy number one so i'm kind of not even sure that i believe that it was chris jenner who was the one who was like we have to change we have to move attention from us to taylor swift i think who it kind think of it happened was? naturally you know 
Well, that's not fun. You're supposed to believe my conspiracy. It's not fun. <laughs> no, if I think you it's just don't believe my conspiracy. I think it's a fun conspiracy. I just think that it's like just the... so. I I guess what I'm saying is like this is such a funny loud blip that literally Taylor Swift's publicist who often who doesn't respond to every kind of trolly mm-hmm. thing that comes up about her actually responded. did respond in an official way and said the most ridiculous funny response, <laughs> which was not like. Oh, Taylor cares about the environment here, so she offsets like her plane's usage or whatever. Not that mm-hmm. I mean, offsetting is kind of a ridiculous I mean, thing, anyways. But but she the, builds the a response, carbon capture place on her res- like Christmas tree farm. <laughs> the response was like a different weird of pivoting generosity, which was Taylor's jet is loaned out regularly to other individuals. A spokesperson for Swift tells Rolling Stone to attribute most or all of these trips to her is blatantly incorrect. Nobody was saying. Taylor Swift had to be on every single plane, but she does own the plane. Like mm-hmm. she does actually, uh, you know, justify the plane's existence by having purchased it. So I don't really understand. This is a very funny, like, not excuse. You know, mm-hmm. she's like so this. generous. She gives her plane, her plane to poor people, to her friends who don't have jets. Right. <laughs> it. I mean the the tweet. What the celebrity jets account that you were talking about does in case you've never heard of it listeners it's automated but it pulls in like faa data and i guess they're tracking very specific jets like they're tracking these specific call signs of jets that are owned by famous people and then they're all labeled it's like taylor swift's embraers steven spielberg's cessna whatever and it tweets when the jet lifts off and it tweets when the jet lands and then after that it automates public, a follow-up tweet you know. right it's all public and then it automates a tweet that says distance traveled, you know, thousand miles or two hundred miles or less or more. Five miles. And then it says one mile. The, one mile. Or it'll be like well, there was. Did you see the one a couple days ago that was like someone's jet going from Newark to Teterboro, and it was like distance traveled like forty miles or something crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it's like cost of fuel is always automated too, and the cost of fuel. No matter how far they go, it always seems to be $12,000. And it's just yeah. like, it's $12,000. It's like, so Carly Carbon Jenner footprint. can fly out of Burbank instead of, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it is funny because it is like one of those things where the celebs cannot control or hide the information about their jets. So if they want to fly private jets, they're going to have to have this information be out there because like, that's just how it works. Like, they're always trying to obscure information, but this is some information they can't obscure. And there's something kind of charming about that, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there Taylor Swift would love to pay a million dollars so that her flight information is not like public on the internet. And it's like too so bad, bitch. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. We got to be bad, safe bitch. in the skies. The and I think the thing to go back to what I was saying that like, it the thing that I think is really tickling me is that the Kardashian thing. It's that like, God, they're they're so obsessed with seeming like they are the biggest consumers. You know, like they kind of have no shame when it comes to that. Where it's like, yeah, they're proud of how big their carbon footprint is. Almost, you know, like. But despite all of that, right. they still can't beat Taylor Swift. It's like, oh, you think you're the number one then? But no, I'm sorry. It's Taylor Swift and well, Floyd Merriweather. The Taylor Swift and memes Jay-Z. are just funnier than the Kylie memes. Like They are. You know, I mean, they're just fun. Like when Taylor Swift took that crown from atop Kylie's head and said, I am the worst offender of CO2 emissions. Like <laughs> the jokes just got funnier. You know, the jokes just got funnier. Yeah. It's like Taylor Swift lived in the woods after the pandemic or in the beginning of the pandemic. And it's like, but how did she get there? Like, she took six jets, like, back and forth, you know? Every single day. She gave me a lift back to Nashville in a in a plane. And I got given a sword 
by Peter Jackson, the dude that directed uh, <laughs> Wait, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Wait, Mate, yeah, I know. So I got <laughs> I got given a sword in New Zealand, like a proper full-on steel sword, sharpened. It's like a proper sword, okay. and I got it shipped over, <laughs> shipped shipped over to Omaha. So I was I was bringing it back to Nashville, and I think her and her crew were weirded out by it anyway. They were just <laughs> sure. like. Why does Ed have a sword? Because I was very proud of it as well. But as the plane started to take off, it was on the table and it went like this. And the plane's kind of taken off and it starts sliding down. I'm like, no. Yeah, it's just just about to impale Taylor. That's very themmy. We have to go back to uh, a who space. We have a follow-up, a brief follow-up, but a pretty funny follow-up. So on Friday, we talked about the fact that Jojo Siwa and Candace Cameron Bure are feuding. Or it's it's more Candace Cambrai's feuding with JoJo because I think JoJo was already forgotten that this happened, but because I, mean, I assume uh, <laughs> JoJo can keep this going. I don't think I don't doubt her. She can she can keep this moving. But, but the person now who Candace is Cameron keeping Bure's it moving daughter is, is, is the daughter up. Natasha, the daughter who is twenty three, who referring to JoJo said respectfully, someone saying no to taking a photo with you is not a quote rough experience. This generation is so sensitive and has zero backbone. Grow up. There are bigger issues in the world than this. And then well, it happened schedule. when she was 11. So that's yes, just wrong. Exactly. Because like that's just it happened when she was 11. And honestly, it was a never it was another time where things were bad things were happening, but not these times. So it's not like Jojo Siva was like, I don't care about, you know, COVID-19. Cameron Candace Cameron Bray didn't take a photo with me. It's like, right. No, that's not quite what happened. Either and way. also leave it to the daughter of Candace Cameron Bure to like yell at another woman of her own generation and be like, ugh, people today. And it's like, this is your generation. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, so to couple with this, to piggyback on this, Natasha Bure got a little photo opportunity, which had to have been planned, right? This had to have been a pop walk, like a call. I mean, I Candace think she would have been. She looks like she just woke up. I mean, I, I'm not judging. But that's She's... authentic. Okay, I'm just saying, like, I'm not sure. To call the pops and you look like this, I'm just surprised. She's not even wearing sunglasses. And it's bright out. Candace Cameron Bray's daughter, Natasha Bure, drops off clothes at Goodwill, dot, 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 <laughs> a day after defending her mom by telling JoJo they said, what can we do? grow They up. said, what kind, of, what kind of charity act we can do, like, publicly? And, and they came up with drop-off clothes at Goodwill. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And also, this was sort of public on Friday, but it seems to be getting more attention this week. The fact that like when There's page like six ambushed no Jojo, right? Also. It's been a, it was been a bad weekend. I think it's like well, a every, slow every, all the jets, day. all the celebrities have been on their jets, you know, so it, it's been complicated. Jojo, when talking to page six, had a line that we didn't talk about on Friday, but it's slightly telling. It's funny the way that that like a lot of the tabloid press has been trying to like squeeze right. a lot of um, I don't know subtext out of this one line, but the line that Jojo said was quote. She didn't share all the details of the meeting. Well, so, the details that she did share did not make JoJo look good. So I think there must have been some other things, you know. Mm-hmm. But it does. It does seem like JoJo's like I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's not even like, like she's she mad. Kind she's of, like I have other things to do. Well, she kind of like bodied JoJo in her car talk. But I. But because I don't like her and I trust JoJo above all, even the, that story does not ring completely true to me. So I'm team also, JoJo. I trust the traumatic memories of an 11-year-old more than I trust Candace Cameron Bure. You know, like, it clearly fucked with well, her. Also, the so... fact that her daughter was like, why are you talking about this now? Like, the, the world is Grow so up, bad. Bitch. It's like, babe, <laughs> she talked about this when she was 11. Like, like, it's not, it has nothing to do with, like, the world. You know? Go to Goodwill Meanwhile, and, like, throw yourself in the garbage, you know? Not to be outdone, Hillary Duff's husband, Matt Co- Comona? Corona? What's his name? I don't know. Kapora. He's a- 
he's in um Matthew Coma. Matthew Coma went on TikTok and then did a little duet with Candace Cameron Bray celebrating Fourth of July, being like don't dance to Born in the USA. It's about Vietnam vets being disrespected. Whatever. It's not for you to dance around. I have around. to say, it's just like, oh my if God. Peop- this type of thing is going to make me go Candace pilled. <laughs> so stop doing this to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, that this, the song you're playing? Yeah, it's it's about veterans coming home from Vietnam and being treated like... Yeah, it's not about... It's not the 4th of July. You're now just like picking on her weird shit. <laughs> oh my God. You're If you ever become Candace pilled... I'm, I'm just saying come after her I'm for scheduling like an intervention. Her, actual, her <laughs> actual faults, which are many, you know? Not because she's playing Born in the USA on July 4th. It's like, babe, come after the whole country, you know? Friends and family having to stage an intervention because you've gotten Candace Cameron Bure pilled is weirdly like kind of a subplot <sighs> that would happen in the Full House universe. <laughs> the Lord is like near the family to all who overdoing call on him. It. To all who call on him in truth, the former View co-host 46 shared via Instagram. Ugh. She's she's so unsavory. I would never <laughs> I would never be on her side. Like the minute she starts pulling out the Bible, I'd be like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, it's very I am filled with Christ's love vibes. Okay. Um, we have some good news. Oh, good news. It was Rebecca Vardy's account. After all, the judge ruled slap slap. That's me. What's the word for hitting the gavel? Slap slap? No. <laughs> Clang, pound. clang, pound, 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 pound the alarm. Pound, Rebecca pound. Vardy lost. In pound, pound, it was not only Rebecca Vardy's account all along that Rebecca Vardy is not doing libel. You know, mm-hmm. first tonight, Rebecca Vardy says she's devastated after losing her libel case against Colleen Rooney, but will not be appealing. Rooney says she did everything she could to avoid a court case, but that she's been proved right. In a damning High Court judgment, Vardy was described as an untrustworthy witness who is likely to have destroyed potentially crucial evidence on purpose. Neither Vardy nor Rooney was at the High Court to hear the outcome. The judge found that Vardy probably worked with her agent, Caroline Watt, to leak stories from Rooney's private Instagram account to The Sun. And she did not accept that it was believable that Watt accidentally dropped her mobile phone in the North Sea shortly after a legal request was made to search it for WhatsApp messages. So she won. She's, they spent so much fucking money on this on this uh, case. And uh, Rebecca Vardy won. And the judge said it was not libel. I don't quite understand the ruling, like, in terms of what the judge said. It just reads, it's very above my head, but... Yeah, I thought the same did you, thing. Could you, could you understand anything the judge was saying? Well, I... I I'd love, it, like... It sounded complex, like, the legalese was complex, but I do understand that Rebecca Vardy was the one who lost and is now going to have to pay all these legal fees that Colleen Rooney apparently doesn't have to pay? No, I think they all have... I think they both have to... Mm, no, See, I, I thought it was that I thought it was Rebecca had to pay lose, everyone. You have to pay the legal fees. Yeah. It's still just a huge waste of any fee, like legal fees at all. But yeah, she lost. The judge said, I think um, that's how I interpret it. If you're listening, hard. if you can understand this, good for you. I mean, don't call and explain to me, but like, I want you to hear it. So if you understand it, Mrs. Justice Stein said in her ruling that, quote, significant parts of Mrs. Vardy's evidence were not credible, quote, and some parts were, quote, implausible and, quote, manifest 
manifestly inconsistent with the facts. <laughs> quote, I f- doesn't that make it mean, whatever. Quote, I find that it is unfortunately necessary to treat Mrs. Barty's evidence with very considerable caution. The judge said, quote, there were many occasions where her evidence was manifestly inconsistent with the co- uh, with the co- contemporaneous documentary evidence and others where she was evasive. Quote, Mrs. Barty was generally unwilling to make factual concessions, however implausible her evidence. Quote, this inevitability affects my overall view of her credibility, although I have borne in my mind I have borne in mind that untruthful evidence may be given to mask guilt or fortify innocence. Wait, does that sound like she's on the side of Rebecca Vardy? I don't think so. Okay, I don't, I'm dumb. I don't know. She's like, she's dumping on all the evidence that Mrs. Vardy provided in court, you know? Oh, she's saying Colleen, she's not talking about the the original evidence. Like, I'm thinking right. about the original, it was Rebecca Vardy's no, account. No, 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 she's saying the everything judge that is Rebecca saying, Vardy, yes. She's saying what Rebecca Vardy brought to court was bullshit, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, because it wasn't actually slant, libel, libel, libel. And then Colleen released a statement or her lawyer released a statement that was like, essentially, Colleen never wanted to go through any of this. Like, she posted on Instagram. She said what happened. It was done. And it was all Rebecca Vardy's fault for this happening, which has been the case ever she since made the beginning. Rebecca Vardy look awful. I mean, also, mm-hmm. I think what happens is like... The UK has such crazy libel laws that, mm-hmm. like, I think they think they can always win these things. I think they're yeah. like, oh, here I come. Here's my libel yeah. case. You know, and they think, like, it's very easy. But there was a lot of pressure on this one because it was in the public space. So they really had to make sure they got it, quote unquote, right. Yeah. And I think I another know. reason there was so much pressure was because it seemed so cut and dry. Like, it seemed so obvious based on everything that Colleen Rooney is alleged to have done or claimed is claimed to have done. Um that Rebecca Vardy did this. So, like, there was no defamation here. You know, like, I think that's another right. reason why people seem to be so <laughs> wrapped by it. Because it just seemed obvious that Rebecca Vardy, Rebecca Vardy did all this. Meanwhile, well, it's also just funny because the court had to hear things like, oh, I dropped my phone into the Black in Sea, the sea. <laughs> never to see it again. And, like, you know, there were all these, like, funny things that were kind of obscuring evidence to... Peter Andre gets brought up. The evidence being that this girl was actually leaking stories to different tabloids, which was ended up being very quite true, or seeming to be mm-hmm. quite true. And this was as recent as last night, and I don't think she's posted since, but Colleen Rooney posted a grid post that sort of summarized her thoughts on this whole process, and it's like, I'm glad that this is over, thanks to all my legal team, thanks to all my friends. Rebecca Vardy posted an Instagram story of, I assume that's her... Taken from behind, her in a leather jacket. A leather jacket. It says normal is boring. Normal is boring. And, and she's, she's flashing throwing the, the deuces. Sign. Yeah, she's like, bye. Bye. Peace. Yeah. I'm off to earn $3 million to pay these legal fees or whatever. Right. The Telegraph says that she owes $3 million. And yeah. I think that that's, I think that that's hers and Colleen's. I love I this. think that's the how leaks. it works. The leaks from my private Instagram account began in 2017. They continued for two, almost two years, intruding on my privacy and that of my family. Although I bear Mrs. Vardy no ill will. That's a lie. Today's judgment makes clear that I was right in what I said on my Instagram post. Oh, my God. I don't know what Wild. I hate more. This The, the like, Wagatha Christie-esque investigation of Colleen Rooney becoming, like, being, like, actually justified by the courts. You know, like, mm-hmm. she went off and she found the evidence and she proved. Or, like... Rebecca Vardy losing a libel case, you know? Yeah. And according to this Wikipedia article that I found called English Rule, parentheses, attorney's fees, which is very (laughs) English Rule Taylor's version. Yeah, I love that English Rule. Legal Rule England's version. She does live there now. Um, 
the the loser has to pay the fees for both parties. I mean, maybe there is a there's an exception to this, but that's how it seems. Um, no, no, I'm pretty sure crazy. that's true. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. true. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, that's a true. lot of money when for you, her to spend. When you lose, when you're accused of something and you win, then you then the other person pays. They took the yeah. risk. They took the to 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 sue so, you or whatever. It was so stupid of her. Meanwhile, this is a deadline story. Pole dark writer joins race to bring hashtag wag at the Christie to screen. Blueprint Productions recruits Debbie Horsfield for drama of libel case between rival footballers. Let's go. Lives. Why is it taking so long? <laughs> if this had been an American story, Lifetime would have had the movie in the can. They would have shot also, two endings. One where she won, one where she lost. Then they would have edited together and released it the next day. I know. And where's the documentary? There are so many. And there are also reports that Netflix plans a documentary <clears throat> by Dorothy St. Pictures who filmed Rooney during the court case. Where's the oh documentary? Where's the documentary? Where is it? It's crazy. I want a full thing. I want it. I want to know the details. It's not to be good. It can just be existing. Another brief update. The Choco Taco thing was absolutely, I mean, they're claiming it wasn't. This was a publicity stunt. She's a stunt queen. She's a stunt queen. Choco Taco tweeted, I want to address the rumors. I'm being really dis- I'm really being discontinued. It's not a PR stunt. I knew you loved me, but not this much. While I reflect on the outpouring of support, we are discussing next steps, including what to do with the last 912 we counted tacos at HQ. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're being played. We're being played. That's are all I'm saying. Are you sure they didn't? not know that like this is just in response to the set <laughs> i'm such a sucker <laughs> klondike's portfolio when you look at the portfolio the choco taco has the most obvious like viral possibility i know you know like why would the they peanut- choose this is like when mr peanut had a baby or whatever that was yes. awful oh my god i forgot about baby peanut when he had baby, the baby. peanut he had the baby and everybody was like oh. this is disgusting <laughs> oh i hate that mr peanut he spent his life bringing people together. I know he'd be happy that we are all together now. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? What is that? Is that a baby nut? Just kidding. I'm back. I was reading this weekly, and I saw that Kara Young did a day inside my life, and I was like, I don't know who this is. Who is that? She is, a, she is a model who was most famous in the 90s, okay? Was, was very much like a New York socialite, like, dated Donald Trump for a little bit in the 90s, married what? a billionaire. Yeah, in the 90s. She's the beautiful biracial model who dated President Trump for two years. Kara Young's mother is black, her father is white. I didn't hide my race from Donald Trump. He knew, Kara told today's New York Times. He would say, you're like Derek Jeter. And I would say, exactly. I never heard him say a disparaging comment towards any race of people. Kara, now a mom, told the TV show Chasing News that Trump was not a racist. I would never go out with anybody that was a racist. Of course not. That's crazy. Kara and Trump met at a party in 1997. She was a top model, appearing in the Victoria's Secret catalog and many magazines. Trump once sang Kara's praises to Howard Stern. She's a wonderful girl. You know, she's really a fantastic girl. After two years, Kara and the future president moved on. Trump to another model, Melania Canals. Married uh, that guy who I remember because of his company Peter General Maritime. Georgiopoulos? Peter Georgiopoulos. He's the founder and of he's General like a Maritime and there was a Shipping whole... Company. <gasps> yes. He used to be a billionaire and then his company, like, there was some sort of scandal involving his underwater? company and all the ships. 
it went underwater. Yes, exactly. But he was like one of those billionaires who like kind of lost everything, but then like gained it back in a sense. You know, like he's still quite rich. You know, he's still quite rich. Mm -hmm. And she did a day in my life, and I'm just like, it's been a while since I've seen someone I'm I've literally never heard of in here, and it's just Spawn. It's showing off a very boring day in her life, and it's spawning something called Dr. Ember's Ultimate Antioxidant Sea Boost Serum. And the reason I can really tell that it's spawn is because she mentions it up at Does the top. she bring it up a lot? But then she brings it up in her Instagram. In her Instagram, she's like, thank you so much, Us Weekly, for featuring me. Posts a photo of the print version of the story, which is slightly different from the online version of the story. And then the rest of the caption is about Dr. Ember's Ultimate Antioxidant Sea Boost Serum. As soon as my day holiday is over, I'm doing my treats with Dr. Ember photos for Us Weekly by Nick DeRazio. On, hol- on my holiday, I drench my skin in youth corridor, <laughs> hashtag vitamin C serum. Yes, even supermodels. Okay, babe, I've never heard of you. You're not a supermodel. Need a little skin support. And the Kara Young knows exactly what works. That's She's talking in third person. Dr. Ember's ultimate antioxidant. See, why does this sound like something that somebody sells off the back of a truck in the 30s, you know? <laughs> I mean, the way that she's done her, like, font stuff also seems really s- s- scammy. Do you know my reference? Like in the in like the tens, they would be like, "Here's my special serum. It's like cinnamon mixed with water." They'd be like, "This cures oh, yeah. like leprosy and like it has makes your memory pepper better." In it. Guess yeah. what? It has cayenne pepper in it. Capsaicin. 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 I sense loving response, and that's why I feel that this is my home, away from home. I've been bringing cures from Pilgrim Heights to Provincetown. Treated rabbit fever down on Queen Anne Road. Gouda gastritis, mumps or bronchitis, bites and burns and blue abrasions. Got a pill for... The more words you have in the name of the product, the more like snake oil, I think. It's like, and it's like a fake doctor, you know, like Dr. Mm-hmm. Nick Papa Giorgio's like magic water based serum. Don't, like don't, made for- don't say Nick Papa Giorgio. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't do that again. But you know what I mean? Like a fake, like one of those fake doctors. It's going to be like, the last just... thing you say. Like you're dying at like 99, 99 Nick years Papa old. Giorgio. Where's Nick Papa Giorgio? Nick it's Papa like, Giorgio. I think your grandmother is dying, but she keeps asking for Nick Papa Giorgio. Do you know who that is? <laughs> Nick Papa Giorgio. It's a character a in Vegas Vacation. It's just a name. It's just a name. It's... All right. You're Nick Papa Giorgio. You're from Yuma, Arizona. You're into software. And stick your head in the hole and say, Joey Heatherton. Right here on the strip. Smile, kid. You're in Vegas. Sorry, but does it does it not remind you of like old timey snake oil? It does. Come on. It's very little house in the prairie, yes. Mm-hmm. It's very like mama spent all our rations on this like one tincture that said stick says to cure polio, but like it's And it fake. didn't do anything. And now and it we're didn't fucked. do anything. And it's an episode of Little House, right? We have to figure out how to pay the rent or whatever. Do they have to pay the rent? No, but they need money, and then she's got to sell her eggs to Mrs. Olson, and then Mrs. Olson is like, "Well, you fucking bitch, brown eggs get less get less money than the white eggs," which Wait, is so, I'm so rude of her. So messed up. I read that. Mm-hmm. I heard that as like her eggs, like in her body. <laughs> she's oh, selling no, chicken eggs. eggs. <laughs> chicken Ma eggs. loved selling chicken eggs to Mrs. Olson, but sometimes Mrs. Olson wouldn't give her enough money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course they had bills. They just had different types of bills. Like they weren't paying the right, Verizon right, right. bill, but they were paying other things. You know. Yeah, 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 um, totally, totally, totally. She's totally, also totally, been totally. like a, she was also like a Fox News correspondent. Like this Kara Young woman is like fascinating. I actually feel, I feel crazy that I'd never really read up on her before because she's just kind of a boring, boring supermodel who had her, she was like a a second tier supermodel in the 90s as best I could kind of interpret her. She's and calling she's herself, around. she's calling herself a tier one. She's calling herself supermodel. Uh, you know what? I'll let her, I'll give her that. Fine. She's calling I would just love to, la- I would love to ask like, 
you know, Christy Turlington, what she says about Kara Young. You know, I'm sure she has plenty of things to say. Mm -hmm. The line that you sort of scoffed at, yes, even supermodels need a little skin support, is sort of like, yeah, I know. That's the obvious market for skin support because it's your job to have beautiful skin. Like, I'm not surprised. Even supermodels need skin support. It's like, Even. babe, I Especially believe you supermodels. need everything on the, like, on the shelf. Especially supermodels. Brown. Half these eggs are brown. But they don't bring as much as white. Well, seven of them are double yolks. Brown eggs get four cents less a dozen. All right. Four cents less for the brown. I want to talk about how Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> told Haley Bieber, Haley Road Bieber, that she fucked her dad in a movie and then was like, just kidding, so even though she was absolutely so not kidding. <laughs> absolutely fucked her dad. I fucked your dad in the bathroom. <laughs> the fact it's... that she said in the bathroom is like, so you fucked it's Stephen so... Baldwin in the bathroom? Well, you have to play the exchange because a lot of people are taking it out of context, but I believe this is the first time taking something out of context is correct because... <laughs> Here you have to read between the lines and you have to understand that she 100% fucked Stephen Baldwin in the bathroom, of, you know, on a movie that they did together or whatever. In like 1994. And it wasn't a set of a bathroom like Hailey Bieber's bathroom. It's an actual mm -hmm. bathroom. I did a movie with your dad, actually. Oh, it not was, me not knowing that. He was great. He was Aww. so nice. I love hearing that. Yeah, it was Imagine awesome. Imagine if you had some horror story and you were like, that he was be, terrible. It was a yeah, nightmare working with him. That would be him. that. Or if I had like your dad in the bathroom. I had that happen to me, actually. <laughs> I don't know if he even knows that I know that, but I have had that happen. I didn't, I didn't. So she's interviewing Gwyneth Paltrow and Gwyneth Paltrow is talking about how she was in a movie with Stephen Baldwin, Haley Road Bieber's father. father. Stephen and Baldwin is the Baldwin who's super religious now, loves Trump, is like a mess, basically. Mm -hmm. Haley Bieber never discussed discusses him i don't think she's been pictured with him for like since her a maybe while. since her it's wedding or whatever he's just kind of i i love before stephen baldwin like went off the deep end i loved him biodome, yeah, biodome. I'm a big see i was i was like looking at my watch i was like when's biodome coming up when's biodome <laughs> i coming was up? a big stephen baldwin <laughs> fan like he has some good work gwyneth paltrow says this play the clip here they're talking and she's like you know i was in a movie with your dad and gwyneth paltrow jokes i fucked your dad in the bathroom just kidding and then Haley bieber is like uh, yeah, she references something like that's happened before. First yes. they say, like, what if somebody had a bad experience with your dad? And, like, it's funny because I'm sure a lot of people had a bad experience with her dad. Yes. And she has to, and haha, no, he was great. Uh, what if I fucked him in the bathroom? Like, she kept, yes. she took it to the other side. She basically said, what if I had a bad experience? What if I had a really good experience with him? Has that mm -hmm. happened yet? And Haley goes, I've had that, I've had that happen to me. I don't know if he even knows that I know that, but I've had that happen. Like, where someone goes, I saying, fucked your dad. I fucked your dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> And let's be clear, I'm going to believe, I don't know how to say this in a way that isn't defamation, I'm going to believe that Gwyneth Paltrow fucked Stephen Baldwin in the bathroom in 1994 until I, like, hear from Stephen Baldwin, you know? I know. During the filming of Alan Rudolph's 1994 Dorothy Parker biopic, Mrs. Parker and the Vicious Circle, have you ever heard of this movie? Because I believe Gwyneth Paltrow. Have you ever she heard tells of this the movie? Truth. Have no. you ever heard of this movie? No. No. Also, Gwyneth Paltrow is Jennifer in... Jason Lee as Dorothy Parker, by the way. Perfect. I think this hotel's always been very lucky for writers, Mrs. Parker. New York in the Roaring Twenties. Cops are here. Everybody speak easy. The playground of a celebrated circle of friends. You almost look like a man today, Edna. So do you, Alec. <laughs> At the center of the circle was the beautiful and irrepressible Dorothy Parker. Parker, this is well Um, Gwyneth Paltrow is also in, like, 
not hot water, but like tepid water. People are going to forget about this water in two seconds because she said that being the product of nepotism makes your life harder because you have to work twice as hard. And then people were like, you're crazy. Shut up. Mm, yeah, but you know what? Saying she fucks Stephen Baldwin, but as a joke in the bathroom is way funnier than back. this. So this is going to like, because that's going to be louder than this. Because Gwyneth Paltrow is like one of the funniest celebrities, you know? It is funny that Haley Bieber is like, oh, and like speaking of, you know, we're in the same boat. Like we're both like nepotism. What do you think about it? And Gwyneth Paltrow, Mm -hmm. like what is she going to say? Like she also says like, I understand we have privilege. It's just funny. Mm -hmm. It's like there's no right answer to that. And I'm not being like team Gwyneth, but I'm just saying there literally is no right answer. I would love to know. What you think Gwyneth Paltrow is going to say. She's always going to say, you know, I understand that there's privilege, but I worked really hard. Because in her perspective, she worked really hard. I'm sure she did. When I watch her in Talented Mr. Ripley, when I watch her in Shakespeare in Love, I'm like, that is a woman who's working hard. She's working hard, you know? She's working hard. When I watch her in, I'm not watching this, but when I watch her in Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Parker in the Vicious Circle, I'm saying she's working. She's <laughs> putting the work. You were saying... Your mom is also obviously a really talented yeah. actress. And I was actually having a discussion with someone yesterday about the whole idea of nepotism. Mm-hmm. And I think this is really interesting to ask you because obviously you have this insane career. I would love to hear your perspective yeah. on that. I mean, I, look, I think it's fair, right? Because yeah. as the child of somebody, you get access that other people don't have, right? Mm-hmm. So the playing field is not level in that way. Mm-hmm. However, I really do feel that once your foot is in the door, which you unfairly got in, then you have to work almost twice as hard and Mm -hmm. be twice as good because people are ready to pull you down and say you don't belong there and you're only there because of your dad or your mom or whatever the case may be. And it shouldn't limit you because what I definitely believe is that nobody in the world, especially anybody that doesn't know you, should have a negative impact on your path or the decisions that you make. I agree. I'm like, I need to hear this today. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was... The talk of the town. Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? 
how they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not crop. So it'll just be like a cropped iPhone photo that's on the aura frame. Exactly. With comments and everything. It'll just be on, (laughs) it'll be zoomed in sometimes. So it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do it well? No. But do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother Mm -hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your Aura app and And you you can can just send them photos. If they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, You can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. Ad photos. You got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But <laughs> Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame that's a-u-r-a frames.com use code who at checkout to save terms and conditions apply moving on vanessa hudgens bought a new house we're probably going to cut this i was just like is it haunted (sighs) to the best of my knowledge this was on the dirt it's not haunted but apparently the house is much nicer in a complete rebuild so i think that there's I can't not going to be a ghost haunted house house to ronan farrell i'll never forget that ronan farrell bought her haunted house and john love it and she literally it. said this house is cursed for generations. Literally, the person who lived, me, lived here before me is even more damaged than I from this ghost. But don't you think face. it's interesting that she moved into more of a new build, even though it is kind of, it's an older house that's yeah. been completely gutted and redone. She said, I refuse I don't want to live in another haunted house. I'm not living with like ghosts. someone else's mistress's weird shack, you know? Mm-hmm. No weird Gary Oldman vibes either. Oldman, like it's just... Yeah. You know, it's just Meanwhile, Ronan, Ronan Farrell and John Lovett are batting away the ghosts. Like every <laughs> night in there, everything comes alive. You know, it's like Just shaking their brooms. <laughs> I mean, are you... The thing about Ronan Tyler Farrell Henry and, has moved in to try and talk to some of these God, don't spirits. even pretend that Tyler Henry moved in with Ronan Farrow and John Lovett. <laughs> That's like... Him and his boyfriend You don't need to in. like will that into existence. It probably did happen, right? They said, they said hey, girly... <laughs> What? God, a, a mutual friend of ours who I will not name because I'm pissed off at her. Did you see her? Did she just text yes. me or you and me? Did you see Tyler Henry dyed his hair? No, I didn't or get this text. did it's you so see rude. Tyler Henry got rid of the highlights? And I was like, Wait, I'm so no, mad. They didn't, I didn't text me that. this. Who was this? Beep it. It was, who do you think it was? It was <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't see that Tyler Henry Why got rid of his highlights. Why did she tell me? Well, because we have a history talking about Tyler Henry, so there there is oh, like you a have bit a history of a thing with there. somebody else talking about Tyler Henry. Seems yeah, there's like a bit of a history. Yeah. There's a bit of a hair story, but um, <laughs> he did get rid of the highlights, and he looks like a completely different person. And also, did you hear that his he was on like the Today Show with his mother talking about how this he had always thought that his grandmother was like a serial murderer, but then it oh, wasn't yeah. actually his grandmother. Well, did you know his show was not even about telling like. Part of the new show that he had was obviously telling, talking to dead people for other people. But then there was a side plot about how his family is like has the Fucked darkest up. past. But what's crazy is that 
watching that only convinced me that he has real powers because nobody <laughs> with this dark family history like do you know what I mean it's not like he just got in, yeah whatever I don't believe in the powers but if there were powers I now understand why they are in Tyler Henry's hands because his lineage is so dark and depraved that like now it makes sense that that this either con artistry or magic power has come to him. His own mother, Teresa Colwyn, was coping with a dark secret of her own. Three years ago, my mom discovered that she was taken as a baby. Before then, Teresa believed her mother was Stella Guidry Nessel, a career criminal who murdered and tortured two people in this Central Valley motel. I still just can't come to terms with that part. I mean, it's one thing to murder someone, but to torture them. I think one of the important things we learned in this is really just the intergenerational effect of trauma. Stella's crimes devastating the lives of not only her victim's family, but Teresa's own family too. This traumatic history revisited in Tyler's Netflix series, Life After Death. I'm sorry, it, it took you how many years to say, I think that Tyler Henry has a dark and depraved past? No, but, <laughs> no, but we didn't know that to be true. We were just like, what, how did we this kid out of we nowhere we start this like con artist journey or magic journey and it's like now we fully understand they did an amazing job like revealing behind the curtain like yeah. this it's exactly what anyways I recommend the show is good <laughs> it's good whatever okay hey, fine I find him I feel I find him to fill a, a void in like pop culture you know he is the void <laughs> Here's a headline you put in that makes me want to scream. Jonathan Reese Myers and his wife, Mara Lane, enjoy Simple Minds concert as they celebrate the birthday of Antonio Banderas' girlfriend, Nicole Kimple, and her twin sister in Marbella. Did you know that Antonio Banderas' girlfriend, Nicole Kimple, has a twin? Identical twin, too. Like, I always there they forget are. that they twins look share birthdays. I know that's like the essence of being a twin is that you share a birthday, but I kept <laughs> being like, it's very rude that like... The twin, this twin is like stealing the thunder of this other twin, but then I realized it's also her birthday. <laughs> like, one, only one twin is dating Antonio Banderas, but I thought, oh, she's stealing the thunder of her twin's birthday, but it turns out they have the same birthday. Only in this one photo, twin are is they not? Antonio Banderas. Look at them making the same exact face in this photo. It's actually kind I'm, of scary how identical they are. <laughs> I'm Can saying, you believe that's two women? I'm, I'm scared by these twins because they're they have. They're so identical. They're identical in the way that we're accustomed <laughs> to identical twins being, but. Beyond just the like DNA, they got the same highlights. Like they yeah. have the same haircut and yes. hair color. And I Definitely. think that's the thing that's the most disarming. Like they got the same hair. Also, in this that's photo, unique. they're making the same face, which is like incredible that they have that ability to make the same face. And then Jonathan Reese Myers is looking at the camera going, Isn't this freaky? <laughs> and it says, Looking good. Jonathan, 45, looked handsome in tan leather jacket and gray t shirt underneath. And it's like, That's not exactly what's going on in this photo, but I'm sure. But like, I, but it's funny that that's your. Like, there's so it's much more on this, this photo. This is the takeaway. Like, Antonio Banderas, Banderas has thumbs up. There are women with feathers on with their like head. There's the balloons everywhere. Him. There's food. There's twins. There's more people. It's like, and you're going to say Jonathan Reese Myers is wearing a tan jacket? Okay. That goblet in front of Twin One, 100% filled with Coke Light. Because what? Oh, they're in Europe? Are they in delicious. Spain? That's or definitely like, Diet Coke. I got to tell you or something. Or like sangria. It's too caramel colored. That looks like, like Diet Coke to me. Coke Light. That looks like that looks like Diet Coke or to me. Or like Coke Zero. Is do they call Coke Zero Coke Zero there? Yeah, I think so. And they call Diet Coke Yeah, they're in Spain. They call Diet Coke Coke Light and they call Coke Zero Coke Zero, yeah. Coke I was cracking zero. up because I was like, have these sisters like what is the deal with these sisters? One of them is dating in Terry Banderas, what's the deal with these sisters? They have their own gram, which is I gotta say, lackluster. And they the have Kimple sisters. Their, and they have their own 
website, which is, they sell stuff, but they only sell weird, cheaply made promotional materials with their logo on it. And their logo is It's like Shopify stuff. Yeah, it's like really funny. And look who's modeling the hats. It's Antonio. (laughs) (laughs) It's Antonio. It was Antonio's account. (laughs) Barbara and Nicole were born in Stuttgart and spent their preschool years after. Uh, They have lived in Dusseldorf. Who wrote this? And then their family moved to Switzerland. In Geneva, they staffed school. They started school and studied French. Shortly after graduating at high high school, Barbara and Nicole had to decide between keep studying in Switzerland or follow their father in the United States. Finally, they moved to the USA. When they went to the university, started their studies in the East Coast, and then went to West Coast. I swear to God, I'm reading this as it is. But they graduated in Geneva, Switzerland. (laughs) Nicole started her career... Carer in software company after she worked in international banking and also in a private bank in Geneva. Barbara back to the USA and worked in a real estate company. After a while, she returned to Geneva and joined to a biotechnology company to attract investors, uh, investors, and arrange charity events. I understand their first language oh is not God. English, but they're talking about how they went to university in the United States and uh, both uh, continued learning finances, real estate. Real estate and big data supported on their ex- expertise and studies. They decided to start their own business. Their abilities, languages, knowledge, and international expertise has helped them to start this new business, Baniki, and all other and any other new project they want in arts or fashion. Baniki, the brand whose name is a, con- a contraction of Barbara, Nicole, and Kimple, is constituted of multiple capsule collections from handbags to clothing to divers accessories. Barbara, Nicole, and Kimple, Baniki. <laughs> This is like the most like rich, wealthy woman wants to be an entrepreneur. Like this is what that is. We're making literal like merch you give out at a bar at a bar mitzvah, putting it up on a website and being like, I'm a I'm a businesswoman. No, you know who has a you know who has a good Shopify that's who? better than this. That's just like random crap, but like more authentically them and not annoying. Have you seen Cheryl Lee Ralph's Shopify? No. Cheryl Lee Ralph has a Shopify and she sells like. Headbands that I think she made or someone in her family did because it's like it's like it seems personal. It. Someone she knows. I don't know. But then she sells masks. Biden Harris mask. Biden Harris mask, but also masks like she sells like a, a faux fur mask. No, she this sells is cool. so much She's stuff. like hand crystal. And she models things. all of them, you know. No, she's literally like I don't love this, but she's hand crystalling these headbands like they're not. Like, these aren't like you can't those, buy right? these because it you says handmade, but all the photos are of her. Right. Well, you can't buy yeah. these on AliExpress like this. Like, you have to actually, like, some of these you Make do stuff. have to stone yourself. She's selling bling mm-hmm. bling slippers. Delta pearl necklace. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a really funny thing on Charlie Ralph's, um, the bottom of it, that's like, no returns due to COVID. <laughs> so it's just like, oh all sales final on Charlie Ralph's Shopify. Yeah, it's a good this Shopify. This is a lot of, this is a lot of, she's selling lipstick now. Did you know that? She also has like a, she did like the thing, um, she like covers things in Swarovski crystals. It's like a, like a makeup brush, but it's covered in Swarovski crystals, you know? No returns due to COVID-19. Then under that says, the power and magic of the color red is fabulous, <laughs> just like those brave enough to wear it. I think this it's... image got changed at some point. Anyways, incredible. We love us. Oh, Shopify. Nicole Kimple's the one who gave Antonio Banderas an aspirin when he was having a heart attack. And then he says that she saved his life. And she probably did. She probably okay. did. She probably did. Okay. Cool. And Jonathan Reese Meyer sucks. Yeah, he's always sucked. Do you think Sports Illustrated model Angie Everhart egged their neighbor's home? 
Yes, definitely. I think so too. This reminds me of when Minnie Driver allegedly threw cans of black. Were they baby food jars of black paint at her neighbor's <laughs> garage door or something she's like that? She's a genius. Like she's a genius for that one. The Egging is like egging is literally like the most basic shit. I know it's treacherous because you can't it's get the egg off. It's hard to clean. What sucks is that it's hard to. It's like toilet papering and then it rains. Baby jars of black paint is like demon style. <laughs> So this was reported by TMZ. Angie Everhart accused of egging neighbor's apartment. Cops called to the scene. And it says law enforcement law enforcement tells TMZ they spoke to both parties about the incident, meaning Angie Everhart and her neighbor. But no arrests were made and no report was taken. Cops say there have been no more calls made about either person since then. Christina tells us she's planning on moving out because her family no longer feels safe. They're saying that... They feel unsafe because of Angie Everhart. Angie's rep tells TMZ, quote, obviously she had nothing to do with this, which is why the police didn't even file a report. Angie would never do anything to set a bad example for her son. This woman was served an eviction notice today by the building because she had problems consistently with many of the neighbors. So it was because they think that Angie was egging the neighbor's door because the neighbor's dog was really loud. And Angie Everhart says, "Uh uh-uh, I didn't do it. Meanwhile. Who else did it? Uh, who else did it? Yeah, who else Come did it? on. Well, they who say a lot of else? people complained about the dog barking. Like, why are you blaming Angie Everhart? But. Yeah, but uh, like, clearly Angie Everhart did it. I don't know that I'm team Angie here, but I do believe it was her. Egging is so funny. Like. It's so gross. It's yeah, so it's gross. It's Have you ever egged funny. anyone's house? I've never done it. No, I, I would to. never. I would never. It seems satisfying. It seems you know? fun to throw eggs. Yeah, it, that's exactly what I mean. That's why you do. That's why that's part of the thing. And um, have you ever like done a confetti egg or like a cascarone or anything like where you have the the eggs that are filled with confetti and you shove it on someone's head? No. Did they do that in Massachusetts? No. <laughs> no? Well, what very is that? Fun. It's like a thing you do at like parties or festivals or whatever. It's like you wait. They fill an egg all with the, confetti. It's an egg with confetti in it, and uh-huh. then you seal it with tissue paper. And then you buy them at like fairs or like the church or a party. And then you smash them on people's head and then they get confetti everywhere. Are they like, is it like a like an egg, like actual egg shell? Yeah. Making them is painstaking work because you have to make a hole in the egg and then right. drain and you out drain all the, the inside. Egg and then refill the egg. And then dr- they have to dry out. And uh-huh. then you refill the egg with confetti. Then you seal the egg with tissue paper. Uh. Uh. And then you put the eggs back in the cart and then you sell them at the fair. I it's so much this. fun. I want to do that. It's the best. Okay. Well, I want to do that. I also want to egg somebody's house one day. <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay. I will do that. My hair was my career. My hair was my advantage. They said, you know, it's going to be really hard for you as a redhead because there's just no redheads in the business. They told me I'd never get a skin campaign and I would got one. They said I would never do Sports Illustrated and I did that four times. I was the Pantene girl, the finesse girl. And I became the first redhead ever to be on the cover of American Glamour. Sydney Sweeney? Is she a them now? Is she a so who? mad she's at her. I think she's like she's so... She's a who for the time being. She's so cuspy though. Like the attention that she gets for shit like this really says it all. Like she, like this remark, this kind of offhand remark becoming a thing is like very telling. She was profiled in honestly a very good profile in The Hollywood Reporter last week. Definitely. And, and she made of, a point that is very true, but people like don't understand what she's saying. It's like, she's And it's saying, hard to make that yeah. point without sounding like you're complaining from like an ivory tower. So you really you know, shouldn't like, even try and make that point. Exactly. You shouldn't even try to do this. Right. But like as an actor, you shouldn't complain about residuals. Like complain to your union leader. You know what I mean? Exactly. Complain like 
complain to the places where like it matters like go to your union meeting and like say wow residuals like i'm really getting fucked over by the fact that residuals don't exist anymore and it's like because complaining to the media which is incent- which is essentially complaining to your fans because they're the ones who the media is for is just they're not going to be like bad. give sydney sweeney her residuals it's like they're not well, they going to be they don't really understand but they don't really understand <laughs> they don't get like it. it's not that crazy to not as a netflix generation to not understand how things used to work and how payment used to work in television who's knowing that mm-hmm. you know Right. Oh, when the Golden um, Girls were on, you know, oxygen every day for for hours, that meant like a lot of money for and Blanche. these deals <laughs> that they're grandfathered into that don't really exist anymore for like syndication and blah blah blah. No, so, they like, don't exist anymore because syndication is like not really a thing because of streaming. So it's like mm-hmm. everything's on demand, so nothing's syndicated. But like that's like the writers thing. get paid less. Like everyone in Hollywood get, gets paid less than they used to, even though there's more content than ever before. And that's like a conversation I am not equipped to have. But it's a conversation Sydney Sweeney was trying to have with the Hollywood Reporter. The same budgets or less budgets are being spread thinner. So like you know mm-hmm. HBO Max has like a certain budget. If anything, they have maybe have a lesser budget than they did at one point when advertising on television made more money and they're spreading it over more content because they need to make more content than before so yes she's talking about how she's so busy and despite not filming euphoria right now it's like well then why don't you take a break and she's like well i can't take a break because i have a mortgage and also i don't come from money like my family wasn't rich so like i'm paying for everything on my own and i have this lifestyle i have a house i have manager publicist i have all these people that i have to pay and so i have to keep working so like the, the, I work because I need to, because I'm a human who exists in a capitalistic society, not because like I'm craving attention. And so it is kind of I get why she's to doing reveal this. this part. I have to pay my publicist every month, and that's more than my mortgage. Think about yes. that. I mean, to be fair, her publicist does an amazing job. This girl is everywhere. Constantly. And to be fair, she lives in an expensive house. You know, like. Right. You know, it's it's there's a lot of like to be fair moments. To be fair, she's also in the next Spider Man movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> To be fair, she got a Marvel paycheck, but her argument would be Marvel paychecks don't mean what they used to. Movie paychecks don't mean what they used to, which makes sense. I'm not defending anyone's managers or agents, but she is probably making more money because of them in terms of like deal making. Like she's not, you know, they're assisting in the in the in the money that she is making being higher than it would have been if they weren't. And also like, um, (laughs) but everyone's mad. Anyone's mad. Everyone's mad, though. People are mad, but I think people it's probably like half and half. People are mad at her for, like, seeming ungrateful. But also, if you read the whole thing, she doesn't sound ungrateful at all. I know. It's, like, taking And I think context. a lot of people are celebrating her for being open about it. It's, like, talk more about money, blah, 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 yeah. blah. So, like, there's there's some good and bad. But I think the point is we wouldn't be having this conversation. And the conversation would be as loud as it is if she weren't, like, on the cusp, on the brink of being a humongous star. Of being Zendaya level, you know? The talking about money thing is more valuable and, like, impressive than the, like, few Twitter people yeah. who are like, how dare she talk about this? She has a $3 million house. It's like, this is what you ask of these people. And then when they mm-hmm. do it, you yell at them. It's like, that's not going to fly. Yeah. I also think that, but I also just think that, like, the acknowledgement of, like, we talk about celebrity career decisions all the time. Like, we speculate because we're idiots. And it's like, oh, why is this person doing so much or yeah, so yeah, little yeah. or whatever? Like, yeah. it's funny to see kind of behind the curtain here where it's like, Sydney Sweeney should lay low. She should be a little rarer. And she's like, I would love the luxury of being able she's to like, lay I'd low. She's like, I'd love six months off. But I'd I love can't. to be rare. But right. But, but my I mortgage can't. is expensive. And I have to pay my publicist right. every month. <laughs> Lindsay, I have a dumb game. Okay. Just a quick a quick game before we segue into relationships, which are pretty complex and uh, exhausting this week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need a break. Here's I a quick a break. fun break. I can't afford to take a break. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play 
Jared or Jr. I'm going to read you a headline. You're going to tell me if it's from just Jared or just Jared Jr., okay? Jared or Jr., Sylvester Stallone slams Rocky spinoff Drago. Jared. Got it. That's right. Okay. Jared or Jr., Nash Greer and fiance Taylor Giavasas welcome baby number two. That's Jr., baby. That's that's Jr., baby. Okay. Steph Curry and wife Aisha celebrate their 11th wedding anniversary in Saint-Tropez. That better be Jared. That's Jared. You got it right. You're going to do really well. Mr. Beast becomes only second person to pass 100 million subscribers. Quote, I'm grateful. That's Junior. <laughs> That's Junior. He's a YouTuber. Okay. Honor Society's Armani Jackson reveals his 10 fun facts. Did you know that this actress is his sister? Exclusive. Literally never heard of the show. It's got to be Junior. <laughs> it's Junior. It's Junior. Okay. Jared or Junior, Yolanda Hadid returns to Instagram after a nine-month hiatus, reveals Lyme disease relapse. Jared. <laughs> I mean, the juniors should learn about Lyme disease. It's very scary. I know. It's Jared, yeah, it's, though. No, the juniors Jared. don't care about Yolanda Hadid. Meet Paradise Highway star Hala Finney and learn 10 fun facts. Exclusive. None of these words make any sense to me. It's got to be Junior. Hala Finney looks about nine. And yes, it's Junior. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for Paradise Highway? No, I haven't. Paradise Highway? It's like a direct-to-TV or direct-to-rental streaming Lionsgate movie starring uh, Morgan Freeman and Julia uh, Binoche. And Julia Binoche is uh, a truck driver. And what? I think she finds a dead body or something. I already, what? Forgot the, I already forgot the trailer because I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Julia Binoche did an interview about it and she was like, yeah, I had learned how to drive a truck. It's awesome. Okay, anyway. Jared or Jr., Emma Chamberlain, Avani Gregg, and more attend Louis Vuitton exhibition opening. Come on, that's Jared. That's Junior. No, that's Junior. Okay. Yeah, it's Junior, obviously. Jared or Jr., Angelina Jolie reveals the college daughter Zahara will be attending. Okay, this is tough because we have Angelina, exactly. we have a daughter, we could be Jared, it could be Junior. I'm going to say it's Jared. It's Jared. It's Jared, yes. Did you see the video of her doing like the electric slide? Yeah, I fucking loved it. She's going to Spelman, right? Yeah, she's going to an HBCU. Um, and love that. Angelina Jolie was like, yay. I love <laughs> the it. Video's cute. The video's the, the press that Angelina's getting from her kids being cute recently has really gone, like, is really helping her. Well, now the kids are growing up and it's not so weird to, like, give them attention. No, it's like, so they're I think like they have like, personalities oh, they're just like, and they, exactly. right, and they like their mom, it turns out. Right. Yeah, they hate, they famously hate their dad <laughs> and they really like <laughs> their mom. They love their mom. Yeah, so. Um, okay. She knows Jeffrey... that and she's going to keep on, you know putting that out there okay go ahead sorry her most v- thing in angelina jolie's at least public life is the fact that her kids prefer her to their, her husband her yeah, ex-husband it's true <laughs> yeah. it's true it's, it's true and honestly no one seems to care because bullet train's gonna come out without a without like a you know doesn't matter and it's just bullet like train's... oh oh uh who's who, who fucking profiled him like otessa it was like it's like oh he's just gonna get some other amazing profile where it's like well he's just so pensive <laughs> he's like what are in his dreams or whatever and it's like um where are your okay. kids bitch yeah yeah <laughs> bitch take care why of your aren't kids. your kids at your house <laughs> yeah jeffrey owen's son jordan owens makes debut in netflix's uncoupled quote so proud oh that's junior that's no it's, kid, it's, right? it's it's jared it's jared it's <gasps> somebody's kid but it's jared what he was yeah, exactly. Okay, next one. Sersha Ronan bikes around London with boyfriend Jack Loudon. Jared. Oh, that's Jared. You got the right. Okay, that's that's Jared. Okay, we're almost ha- we're ha- we're over halfway through, but this is where things are going to get really hard, Lindsay. Okay. Okay. Luke Mullen, Sierra Riley Wilson, Trevor Tjordman, and more Disney stars attend High School Musical: The Musical: The Series premiere. Junior. That's Junior. Okay, you got it right. Zayn Malik debuts new pink hair and sultry selfie. Jared or Junior. 
Jr. No, it's Jared. OG <laughs> High School Musical stars Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman attend High School Musical the Musical the Series Season 3 premiere. They're the junior? adults. That's Jared. Junior. That's, that's Jer- Junior. That's Junior. Yeah. Watch Billy Porter give an impromptu Dreamgirls performance on Jimmy Fallon. Nothing has ever been more Jared. <laughs> okay. The High School Musical the Musical the Series ladies slayed the Season 3 premiere red carpet. See all the pics. Junior, junior, junior. Yes. What songs are in High School Musical, the musical, the series, season three? Every song here. <laughs> stop. That's junior. Stop. Stop. Ellen star Sophia Grace responds to plastic surgery accusations. This is my best friend, Sophia Grace. Oh She's my God. Now. That's junior? No, it's Jared. Okay. She's graduated to Jared. I can't, but also plastic surgery feels very Jared. Mm-hmm. Okay. Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua, Joshua Bassett reunited High School Musical to Musical the series season three premiere. Junior, That's junior, junior, two junior, left. What junior. is Olivia Re- What is Olivia Rodrigo's Nini Salazar Roberts doing in High School Musical series season three? Find out. <laughs> oh no, Jared. No, it's Junior. And oh, the no. last one, Lindsay. Quote: He's all that actor. Andrew Matarazzo's new song, "If I Moved Away," is out now. Listen now. Junior. No, Lindsay, trick question. It's Jared, but it's a link out to Junior. <laughs> it's a link roundup that's linking out to Junior. Okay. Trick me. How dare you? You did really well. You did really, really well. Okay? You did mm-hmm. really, really well. Hey, Jared. It's Ashley Tisdell here, and I was so excited to hear about your new site, Just Jared Junior. It looks so awesome, and uh, it is the place to be at. So thank you so much, and thank you for all the support. I wanted to congratulate you. Let's talk about relationships. This is obviously the biggest relationship news. Um, Neo, <laughs> Neo and Crystal Smith are done. They're broken up again. I feel like we've talked about them a lot since early pandemic, not like February, right before the pandemic, February 2020. They've been off, on, off, on, and now I think off. This is for awful. Real. She, I mean, this I is think off, that off, she off. like gave him a chance to like be a person, and it was That's like how, the last yeah. chance. Like this was like the bot. This was like. We're talking end, end of the line because to post a thing like this, post a statement like this publicly. He was lying to her. She's accusing him of lying to her, you know, having these affairs without, you know, the agreement that they should have this open relationship. And he's, she's like, I'm sick of doing this. For eight years, I've put up with him saying, I'm sorry, take me back. And then she takes him back for the sake of like their kids. To and ask now she's me like, to stay I can't and do accept it anymore. It is absolutely insane the mentality of a narcissist i will no longer lie to the public or pretend this is something it isn't i choose me i choose my happiness and health Mm -hmm. and my respect i gained three beautiful children out of this but nothing else but wasted years and heartache i ask you all to please stop sending me videos and information of him cheating on me because what he does is no longer my concern i'm not a victim i'm choosing to stand tall with my head held high if somebody can't love you the way you deserve then it's up to you to love yourself with no hate in my heart. I wish him nothing but the best. I mean, this was someone who they literally had a, like a, another wedding, like a revow, like, yeah. Yes. During the pandemic, they had another, they had renewed their vows because remember right before the pandemic and like early 2020, he was like, oh, I'm divorcing my wife. And she was like, why did I hear about this on a podcast you never told? And then they had a big fight because he, like, announced his divorce before he told her. And then then they got back together. And what's crazy is that people on Twitter have longer memories than anyone. They were like, remember when he told his first wife he didn't want to have kids and made her, like, tire tubes? And then he had three kids with his next girlfriend who mm-hmm. he met on the set for a music video that he was doing? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think that this is this reminds me of um her post, Crystal's po- post reminds me of um when did this just happen? It was like uh 
Oh, Maya Henry. When Liam was allegedly cheating on her with that random woman, people were sending her all the photos. And she was like, please stop sending me this. And so Crystal's saying the same stuff. She's like, I don't need this proof. And that's like an aspect to public life that I had never really considered before then, which is like when you are engaged in like some like bubbling scandal or like your partner or someone you love is behaving like not too well publicly, you will get stuff from fans like who are trying to be nice but really it's just kind of traumatizing every time you get a new photo of like your ex doing something or your well, current doing something terrible. it also reminds me of like La La Kent getting sent photos of Randall Emmett like oh, well, over Instagram being like yeah. I see your man like with these women you know it is I think what's crazy is that cat that basically got her to break up with him but I also think the idea that like you know if you're a celebrity and you want to pretend to be kind of a keep a happy front you can't your partner can't be cheating just op- out in the mm-hmm. open because people are going to see and then send it to you and you're going to have to either explain like hey we have an arrangement this is like it's fine with me like I don't mind it's not actually cheating or like confront it do you know what I mean? mm-hmm. that's the pro that's yes. kind of like the, the problem with being famous is like your partner's going to get caught no matter what meanwhile his ex with whom he has a couple of kids uh, Manetta Shaw She's on what show is she on now? Atlanta. She just got as a remarried. Friend. And now, yes, she's on Real Houses of Atlanta as a friend because she's friends with Candy. They wrote a book together. Well, she wrote the book and then Neo wrote the foreword. But there's a book that came out in September 2018 called Keep It Classy Co Parenting Strategies for Unstoppable Moms and Devoted right? Dads. And he wrote the foreword about how they were like, on the real promoting her, mm-hmm. Crystal, and Neo were on the real together all promoting these this co-parenting project like Mm -hmm. he is devious (laughs) like (laughs) sorry like that's so fucked up they're monetizing the the like the healthiness of this relationship essentially Mm -hmm. and i think it seems like these women really wanted to be healthy they're doing all the work into making this relationship as good and easy for the kids as possible and he's like "Mm, i don't really want to follow these rules Actually, no. Right. I'm not going to do this. Right. You guys, you were broken up for well over a year. Is that the story? Yeah, it was going into a year. Mm. But I think what confused everybody, we were still cohabitating. You know, mm. we still lived in the same house. Mm. Um, oh. Even though he was on the road a lot, so we didn't really feel it. So I think the world got confused. Yeah, okay. but so, see, you yeah. clarify that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah. This is serious business raising kids. Oh, and yes. they're taking yes. it very seriously. I mean, Absolutely. this is the woman that's going to be in the yes. house with her children. Right. Yeah. Of course you're going to tell her course, and ask yeah. her permission. Here you go. I found the foreword in uh, Amazon (gasps) and part of it it's really funny because it's just like he wrote the foreword so he gets to be on the cover but the foreword's only like two pages and this is part of him and and it's written under his like you know his real name his like birth name Shafar it's Schaefer 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 Smith not Shafar oh sorry Schaefer Schaefer Smith known professionally as Neo is how it's credited in the book forward by Schaefer Smith known professionally as Uh Neo and these are two paragraphs once you are badly hurt by a person vengeance is all you can see or can see or care about finding a way to be civil finding a way to communicate is the last thing on your mind it's all hell no I hate him I hate her all the while not even stopping for a microsecond to think about how much a daughter needs her father in her life or how much it means for your son when mommy can tell him daddy got that for you that means everything not just something it means everything okay this is really funny who at the last paragraph here it says speaking from personal experience I know how hard it is to think about the most important people in the heat of the moment I know firsthand about how it can seem impossible and Mo knows as well which is why I support her book so he's saying like an important thing to think about is like 
when a partner, let's say someone in the relationship fucks up, you want to get mad, but really you have to be kind. You have to really think about it. But it's like, in history, historically, you're the one who's fucked up. You're just doing this out of like self-preservation. You don't want to be yelled at. You don't want to be yelled at. Dissolution of these relationships has nothing to do with the co-parenting or the children. It has yeah. everything to do with the fact that you're a cheater. And mm-hmm. this is not the... And cheaters cheat and you're cheating again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's trying to be like, we're going to go through... We're going to go through this. I don't I don't like that she posted this Instagram. Like, we can work things out. And I think that she's like... Oh, yeah. What no, was his response? He said... He said, for the sake of our children, my family and I will work through our challenges. Fuck yes. you. She already left you. She already, like, did this once. She's like, I'm not doing this again. Personal matters are not meant to be addressed and dissected in public forums. I think she's doing this to keep herself accountable. I think she tweeted... She put out this statement because she said... I'm going to, this time I'm going to leave him. I'm going to keep myself accountable. This has been a huge waste of my time. But that's why I bring up the forward that he wrote because he's, he's trying to play this game where he's like, no, he's trying to turn her into the villain for making things public when it's like, it very much seems like she has tried for many, many years to do this amicably and you refuse to let her do that. And clearly his ex is like in a much better place. Like Moe's like, oh yeah, she loves her new husband. Has kids with new, got new, new husband, like the new husband seems great. Right. Jason Moe was spotted on a motorcycle with Aiza Gonzalez. Incredible. Aiza Gonzalez, Love this couple. yeah, they... Quote, a source says, there is an attraction. <laughs> they hang out when they're in the same city. <laughs> yeah, it's a great quote. Not serious. It's such a good quote. They hang out when they're in the same city. Meanwhile, and on TikTok, if you ever, if you were looking through your FYP page and saw someone I was. That, this saw came something up that made first. you gasp, this it was came probably up this video. When I opened TikTok the other day, this was the first thing on my, on my FYP. There's this person named Haley Joe Jensen, and they're like on TikTok. They're also a jewelry designer. They're based in utah they sell stuff on etsy um jewelry designer they posted a tiktok that was doing a tiktok trend where it's like show an image of your crush and then the person that you ended up with yeah this is a real their video is my crush when i was a a child was nikki blonsky in the movie hairspray right showing photos of nikki blonsky in hairspray on the red carpet of hairspray and then the video reveal of who they are dating now is actually nikki Nikki blonsky and then they kiss at the end of it and it's so shocking it's this has also happened with um remember recently with um taylor lautner's girlfriend tay or wife tay and she she did the same sound Mm. but it was edward Mm. from uh twilight Twilight. she ended up with she ended up with the with the wolf aka taylor lautner anyway sorry because she had a crush on robert pattinson as a child and then ended up with I do think that Nikki Blonsky is famously cringe, but I do think that everyone's like generally happy for her when good things happen. But she is cringe. She's a she's a very cringe figure on the Internet. And one of the greatest things about something about Nikki Blonsky going viral means that people will just start posting like vintage Nikki Blonsky content, which is always funny, which is just always funny. When Nikki Blonsky is on Wendy Williams and Wendy is like... (laughs) Do you think that um, Zac Efron and, and Vanessa Hudgens are going to last? And she's like, I'm going to be honest. Zach's one of my best friends. No, I don't think they're going to last. And everyone's <laughs> like, ah! Do you keep in touch with any of those people? I do. I do. I keep in touch with all of them, actually. Um, Zach is one of my best friends <gasps> in the whole world. Okay, let me ask you something. Okay, let's get serious now. Do you think that he and Vanessa will go the distance and get married? Not yet, just eventually. No. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, B. Love you, girl, but it ain't happening. It's just you want the truth. It's the truth. I'm sorry to hear that, too. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, Hollywood. I know him real well. I love him real well. But... Oh, you're a good, funny girl. And she's like, you know what? He's my best friend, and I don't think they're going to last. I'm just being honest. I'm just she being honest. She was right. She, she was, was right. right. The way she's honest. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Taika Waititi's kids have lice, and it's being documented online, kind of uh, to an irritating well, they degree. Did, they did have lice. I'm not sure when this. They did. But the question is, everyone's, we got a lot of calls about this, which were just, does Rita have lice? And now it's like, lice is very contagious if you're in close contact. It, wouldn't it be funny if Rita had lice? I think that if Rita had lice, that's one of the one things that she wouldn't share. I think that is... <laughs> Something that she's like, I don't have. It kind of cuts into her, like, travel jet-setting life is having Yeah, It's not as fun. I was, like, re-tyka-pilled, though, because I was watching his stories quickly. And they're all in Paris together being very cute with his kids. And, like, one of his kids, like, ate a snail. And, like, you could hear Rita, like, like, cheering her on. And it was, like, seemed kind of cutie. I'm sorry. I just got, I just, I. Escargora. Rita and, and loved up Tyka. Head to the streets of Paris with children or whatever. Okay. Um, oh, I thought that we were reading that. No, that was I was good. You that fell up. off. Escargora. I thought the headlines of, of Rita in Paris are like she's so on a roll. I mean, she like it's inc- it's crazy. Her Paris headlines: Daniel Craig, Taika Waititi, and Rita Ora all dine out at the same Parisian restaurant. Not even together. But notice they're not together. <laughs> yeah, they're not together. I love that. Rita Ora elevates tube top and mini skirt with chunky platform flip-flops in Paris. Rita Ora embraces summer chic in a daffodil print corset as she visits the Louvre with her fiancé Taika Waititi during Paris getaway. Rita Ora looks glam in black mini dresses as she puts on an anime display with fiancé Taika Waititi as they leave swanky Paris restaurant alongside film stars Casey Affleck and Daniel Craig. Okay, we got that one. Rita Ora flaunts her toned legs in 1,390-pound thigh-skimming pink skirt, teamed with a multicolored top as she enjoys a trip to Disneyland Paris. Paris. Rita Ora flaunts her incredible figure in a sheer pattern ground as she poses up a storm during trip to Paris with Taike, with fiance Taika Watiti. I can do it in flip-flops. Rita Ora flashes her toned midriff in a stylish blue cord as she explores Paris in towering Eiffel towering platform sandals. Towering platform sandals. I was wondering sandals. why they were at Disneyland. Now it makes sense they were with his kids. Um, shout out to all these headlines for not mentioning his kids. That's very nice. The f- Well, they're better about that than we are. Yeah, um, I, I mean, know. the U.S., the True. um the funniest thing that happened is the photo you sent me the screenshot of Rita from Rita's Instagram oh. that's just of her oh, I was dying. Instagram story the Mona Lisa and I was dying dying it is in the very typical like I'm at the Louvre I want to see the Mona Lisa one billion people are here I have to crowd up and take my photo and leave and she's just among the people dying taking a photo of the Mona Lisa. There's no such good as a good photo of the Mona Lisa. 
Rita Ora taking a shitty photo of Mona Lisa is the realest shit she's done in like a fucking year. And I can say that with knowledge, having knowing everything she's done. The realest thing that Rita Ora has done in a year is take a shitty photo of Mona like Lisa. A blurry optical zoom I screamed of the Mona when Lisa. I saw that. It's like off center. It's small. It's blurry. It looks like she's holding her phone up above people. It's like Rita Ora did not get VIP to Mona Lisa. And I know it. She got VIP yeah. to everything else. She did not get VIP to Mona Lisa. In fact, I don't even think there is VIP to Mona Lisa. The only celebrities who've ever taken a good photo with the Mona Lisa are Jay-Z and Beyonce. You know, like, That's no true. one get no one gets to take a good photo of the Mona Lisa. That's how somehow they were in the Louvre, like, by themselves or something yes. to film that music video, which is also crazy that they got that. Rita Ora? <laughs> no. Rita Ora, among the people, you know? Rita Ora can, is going to go to the Sistine Chapel, take a photo, and the security guard's going to be like, give me that phone. Give me that phone. Disgusting crowd of random people, random tourists, and take a photo of Mona Lisa far away like the rest of us. And for that, I say cheers. <laughs> Salute. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and, and concerns for our Friday episode, Who's There? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Uh, support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, and more. You can also get the bonus episodes via Apple, uh, Apple Podcast app. You can subscribe through there, and you'll get the audio uh, once a week, which is a lot of fun. Uh, pre-order my novel, The Old Place, wherever you get your books, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. to be famous.